everybody, it's Allie coming to you live from the editing room. Um, before you begin listening to this podcast, you should know there are a lot of Metal Gear spoilers and a lot of Kingdom Hearts spoilers in this podcast. Um, basically all of Metal Gear. It's like 100% of Metal Gear is on the table. Um, we're hazy on some details here and there, but like... Basically, if you don't want Metal Gear spoiled for you, don't listen to this podcast. Or go play Metal Gear and then listen to this podcast, I guess. Or, like, watch Metal Gear on YouTube. Let's be honest, it's 2018. Anyway, um, there's also, like, most of Kingdom Hearts is on the table for spoilers. I, I'm recording this before I start really editing, but, like, Kingdom Hearts 1, Shade of Memories, 2... 358 over two days. And we might have mentioned some Birth by Sleep stuff. Both of us have played the Terra storyline in Birth by Sleep, but we haven't finished Birth by Sleep. So I can't remember if any Birth by Sleep conversation comes up here. Um, there's no Dream Drop Distance talk. There's no Fragmentary Passage talk. Um, I think I've covered any everything. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode. It's very stupid. We do a very stupid podcast, y'all. Um, and so from here, I'm going to let the podcast take it away. Bye. Okay, I hit record. I don't have time. Is I don't have time. Is I want to mine the pieces. How about thirty-five? I got thirty-five. Sure. That sounded way off. Yeah. Do you want it to go again? Let's go again. Let's go at fifty-five. Okay. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? Can, I felt like I did it good. I did. I thought so, too. Okay, here's what we'll do. Okay. Independent of each other. Okay. We're going to do uh, 21, 2, 3, 4, 5. Okay? Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> This is terrible. This is the worst. <laughs> Let's try fucking 45 again. Okay. I give up. I think we got it. I think we got it that time. I give up. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Export Audio, a podcast hosted... Where we give up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> My name is Allison Coffee. My name is Nora Blake. Uh, this is like White Lotus Radio, except we didn't watch TV this week. Instead, I saw some art on my timeline this morning, and I want to pitch Nora an idea I had because I have like I have like three sentences of this idea, and I know that Nora can make it good. 
Now, hold on a second. Should I turn off my air conditioner for this podcast? You do whatever. I'm going to keep drinking this coffee while you go do that. I'll be right back. You do whatever, but I'm expecting you to go do that, and I'm going to drink my coffee. Yeah. I got decaf this week. I don't usually drink... I don't drink coffee much on the podcast anymore because it's upsetting my stomach, but I wanted coffee, and I got decaf. I don't know if I've ever drank decaf on the show before. Nora can't hear this. I don't know that I actually need to fill this dead air because it's an edited podcast that's not going to be live. I'm really waiting, excited for when Nora gets back and then doesn't speak for another minute or so just to let me ramble. It's going to be very exciting. How are you doing, listener? Taking a sip. Hello. Hey there. (laughs) What? What are you laughing at? I'm a great podcast co-host because I make you talk as soon as you take a sip of coffee. No, no. I just decided to take a sip in that moment. So, I, it is I who is the bad host. As if. <laughs> When's our Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core podcast? Answer, never, because Allie will not wrap her head around what's happening. <laughs> Next week, because we're going to finish watching it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to finish watching it. It's going to be an hour of me being like, so why the fuck did Angel do that? uh, To save his honor. But like, how does that save his honor? You wouldn't understand. You don't have soldier honor. And it it, Listener, if you're not familiar with Final Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core, you might be worried that was a spoiler. You might be worried that Angel did something big that Allie didn't understand. Let me assure you that literally everything that Angeal does, I react to with, what the fuck? Why? Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core is a difficult game to understand. I did not think so ten years ago when I played it every day, several hours a day. I'm also an idiot, so... This is well documented that we're both idiots. Speaking of being idiots and difficult to understand games, someone who goes by at Absalom T on Twitter uh, linked or er, posted some art today that got me thinking. Uh, and it is a beautiful picture uh, of the cover for a hypothetical Metal Gear chain of memories. Uh, we've got uh, Snake holding a big fucking gun. And there's a card with the boss's face on it. I don't know which snake this is, uh, which is probably going to be very important. Uh, we got all the little c- cards with the crowns on them from the Chain of Memories cover. It's good shit. It's good shit. Yeah, that art is really good. It's very and good. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure the pi- person in the picture is the boss. Well, the person in the card is the boss, but is the main person Big Boss or Solid Snake? I think it's Big Boss because, like, Solid Snake would have Otacon in that picture, in that card, I think. Mm. Or, like... Mm. Let's find it and look at it together. I have it pulled up. Do you not have it pulled up? No, I don't have it pulled up. Did you Uh, think I was prepared for this? No, I... I'm sorry for assuming you were prepared for our podcast. Uh, I will never. Oh, hey, you sent it to me. Yeah. Right, so... 
it looks like they've converted a gun into a keyblade. Hmm. I think... It's actually hard to say. I thought it was Solid Snake, because I thought he had a sneaking suit. And it looks like a sneaking suit. More so than the stuff that Big Boss wears. Big Boss is missing his right eye. If I sound far away from the microphone, it's because I had to turn... I, I, I have pictures of Big Boss pulled up, and then I had to turn my head so I'm facing the same way and double-check which eye he's missing, which is his right eye. And in this photo, we are looking at Snake's left eye, so whichever snake this is, it's it's unconfirmed. Now let me zoom in on that head real quick. Uh-huh. Can't tell if this is shading or if he has an eye patch strap on his head. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but this does look like a sneaking suit more so than what he wears in 3. So I I'm thinking that this is Solid Snake because Solid Snake and Liquid Snake are both clones. Mm-hmm. And Chain of Memories has the whole thing with Riku and Riku. Okay, okay. See, this was... This is the thing I was struggling to figure out. Because... Okay. Metal Gear Solid... Everything spoilers, but specifically 5 spoilers. I feel like... Yeah, Metal Gear Solid 5 spoilers. Because... Like, like where in five though everything in five like the last thing that happens in five because because five ends with five ends with the reveal that the the big boss that you have been playing as is not the same big boss as from three or uh peace walker or so on. Peace Walker, also known as Birth by Sleep. Yeah. Is that true? I thought three was Birth by Sleep, but is it, maybe Peace Walker is Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep is my chain of me- er, Peace Walker is my chain of memories, <laughs> in that it is the handheld game that I know the least about and is extremely important to the plot of the franchise. It's not that important. I mean, it it shows the origins of the AI, of the boss AI. And it has, like, it does something. What does it do? There's something big from Peace Walker. Like, there's something you need to know from Peace Walker. The Cuban Missile Crisis, I guess. Let's look. What happens to Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker? I mean, there's, like, the name Outer Heaven first gets dropped at the end of Peace Walker. But Mm. Peace Walker is like, hey... What if we did the last part of Snake Eater again, emotionally speaking, and had the boss, like, had the big boss grieve for the boss more again instead of yeah. being... Because it's like, a really... Because Metal Gear Solid 3, like, fucking... The ending of Metal Gear Solid 3 is really emotional. And, like, yeah, what if we did it again? <laughs> which is, like... But also, it gives us the really cool part where you fight a mech while a j-pop song is playing sung by the voice actor who plays the character you're fighting (laughs) that song's really fucking good it's called so the game is all about nuclear deterrence and the name of the song is love deterrence 
Oh, oh, right, right, right. Peace Walker is Big Boss and Cass establishing MMSF. Yes. Okay. I was trying to remember what the pitch, like, what the basic, because I knew you did all the, like, it was the mission-based structure. Also, Big Boss invents Doritos and Axe Body Spray. Oh? Yeah. In the Japanese version, they had uh, (laughs) marketing deals with certain brands, and you craft items in that game, and you can craft recovery items that are just Doritos and Axe Body Spray. God. In the 70s. Extremely good. <laughs> or is it the 80s in that one? I, I believe it when is the... was the Cuban it's Missile ni- Crisis? <laughs> Cuban Missile Crisis is Snake Eater. No. Yes. Yes. Cuban Missile Shut Crisis... Hap- in the real world, the Cuban Missile Crisis is in 1962. Snake Eater is in 1964, but there's some Cuban Missile Crisis stuff that happens in the opening cutscene where Major Zero is explaining everything to you. Uh, and then Peace Walker is in 1974, and I imagine has something to do with Vietnam, I would guess. It does not. Oh, weird. Okay. It takes place in Central America. Oh, so it's about like all those times that the CIA was uh, deposing like socialist governments. <laughs> what? What? The CIA. Bad people. (laughs) The game is about stopping that. Fuck a Contra. Oh, so you're going against the CIA and Peace Walker? Uh, I don't. It's been a long time. Yeah. It's it's a very convoluted situation. It's very convoluted, and maybe I should talk about, like, actual real-world politics that we're hazy on in connection to Metal Gear that we're hazy on. (laughs) I think the CIA is adjacent to, well, no, because you're like, quote unquote, the villains already, right? Like you're a, um, a, an external, like military presence with no country. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the whole deal. So you are fighting the CIA, not necessarily out of the reasons that, that, that most people would oppose the CIA's actions. Okay. Okay. And then, But okay. you do, you do, uh, Big Boss does get compared to Che Guevara a lot. Like, huh. a lot. Okay. Both mockingly and sincerely, and it's, because that game is all about becoming an icon. Okay. Um, Rather than a, a person. Okay, so you're doing what you do in MGS Five. Snake is because they were trying to create the icon of a hero soldier in to replace Big Boss. Okay. And then you do that again in MGS Five. No, well, kind of, but it's different. You go from the- icon to legend in MGS Five. But instead of the villains making one for their purposes, this is Big Boss making one for his purposes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a question that I feel like I should be clear on and am not after all these years. He's gay, yeah. Big Boss is the bad guy, right? <laughs> I think everyone in MGS is the bad guy, maybe. Okay, so 
Every, we are not even um, at how this is a chain of memories yet, so I'm excited. Every conflict in Metal Gear basically boils down to everyone is trying to create a world that matches the boss's vision and are failing. Yeah. Uh, because the boss was the first person to go to space. And when she was I up choked there, on my so- coffee because I forgot that and remembered it and was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's and from Portable saw- Ops, right? <laughs> Uh, no, this was in three. Okay, go on. Or maybe, yeah, it's mentioned in three, and then it's expanded on in, um, Peace Walker. Nothing in Portable Ops matters. Okay, but um, she saw a world without borders, a world united and unified, and so everyone in Metal Gear is trying to accomplish that, but twisting it into different versions. For example, Big Boss being like. Okay, the way we get a world without sol- borders is by creating one gigantic army uh, without any nation that can threaten any nation. <laughs> uh, he want- Well, Big Boss wanted to create a world where soldiers would always have a place in it. Which is not which great. Is ca- which which is a little fucked up. You can identify yourself other ways than just being a soldier. Yeah. But, okay, so that that all to say that eventually with the AIs that control everything, the 45 brains, um, <laughs> they unite are those the world. The patriots or the philosophers? Those are the philosophers, right? They're the patriots. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Lali Lule Lo. The Patriots. Fuck Tom Brady. The internet is is one of those like connect the world things. Yeah, and a lot of MGS2 has a lot of talk about like scene. (laughs) Gene meme scene. Wait, no. Gene meme scene sense. That's the fourth yeah, one. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Anyway, tell me about Chain of Memories. Okay. Tell me what you know about Chain of Memories. Here's what I know about Chain of Memories. Based on Kingdom Hearts 2 and Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days. Not based on any knowledge of Chain of Memories, which I knew about at one time because I read it on Wikipedia and... Ever since Nora played Chain of Memories, I have been realizing that maybe I know nothing about Chain of Memories anymore and should probably revisit that game. <laughs> and by revisit, I mean visit. <laughs> anyway. So. Here's the thing, is that Big Boss has like eight nobodies. <laughs> Explain. This has nothing to do with Chain of Memories. Big Boss? You haven't you haven't explained Chain of Memories, Allie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Chain of Memories. After the events of Kingdom Hearts 1, Sora's memories are, like, shattered, and Sora has to go to sleep. No, that's Silent Hill. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. <laughs> Sora's memories are all fucked up, and he has to go to sleep. Am I right so far? Technically, yes. Okay. <laughs> and Namine, who is Kyrie's nobody, 
I'm looking for confirmation every time I pause. And you're not uh, going to give it may- to me, are maybe? you? I think I think I think that's the case, but I don't understand how that would be the case. I'm sure it will all become clear in Kingdom Hearts three. Namine. I'm I'm sure it'll all become clear in Birth by Sleep zero point two, a fragmentary passage. <laughs> uh, 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 Namine. Namine is a no is Kyrie's nobody. Uh, and she is a witch with power over Sora's memories because Sora and Kairi's souls are presumably linked because that's the only thing that makes any fucking sense to me. Mm-hmm. And well, they, have, they, they, they established that in Kingdom Hearts 1. Anybody who shares this fruit, their souls will be linked forever. Right, but did Sora and Kairi ever share the Paupu fruit? That never happened on screen. That's what I'm saying. But she did give him the Wayfinder, right? She did give him the Wayfinder. That makes it sound like they fucked. (laughs) He gave her the Wayfinder. (laughs) Hey, girl, let me find your way. (laughs) God. So, Namine has power over Sora's memories and spends an amount of time reassembling them uh, while Sora sleeps in a secret chamber in Castle Oblivion. Mm-hmm. And C-O. I'm not calling it that. In 358, they call it C-O. I don't remember that. That's stupid. It's in the text. They call it C-O, and they have, like, they have to RTC, which is Return to Castle. I forgot all of that. That's dumb. Anyway. Um, That's some of the stuff we didn't see because it was like in-game stuff. Um, Sora's asleep. And throughout the game, you play as Sora a bunch uh, going through like Traverse Town and other places that he visited in Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh to like reassemble his memories of what happens in Kingdom Hearts 1. Am I okay. right? Now who's now what is organization 13? And what why do they want to do this to Sora? Wait, Sora organization 13 wants Sora's memories back because in 358 they're constantly trying to stop him from getting his memories back. Why did they put Sora into Castle Oblivion? I have no fucking clue. Okay. Who was in charge of Castle Oblivion? Xemnas. No. Diz. No. Yes. No. Ansem. But... No. Not Ansem the Wise... I have no idea who's in charge of Castle Oblivion. I I know more people named Ansem than I know women named Alice on Twitter. <laughs> We've got Ansem the Wise, Ansem the Seeker of Darkness, Zemnus, Zemnus. Uh, that's it. That's all of them. Also, listeners, if you're wondering how much Kingdom Hearts spoilers, uh, Nora and I have both played. Terra's storyline in Birth by Sleep, 
but not Vin's and Aqua's. So, like, there may be something huge that we don't know about. I don't also, know. Also, I, I also don't know how much of this is getting edited out. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Uh... Uh, I also have a question to ask you that maybe we want to cut out. Okay. It's about how there's a Xemnas and then there's an Ansem Seeker of Darkness who's a Heartless. But what? when did that split happen? I don't know. I don't know that answer. I have was a... That what, was that the big explosion at the end of Birth by Sleep? So, okay, so... Xehanort takes over uh, Terra's body, right? Mm-hmm. And then he starts looking like Xemnas slash Ansem Seeker of Darkness. And then he starts going by... Well, no. I don't know how... I don't know when... Xehanort Terra starts using the name Ansem, and I don't know when that split happens. I read a spoiler the other day, and I know why that split happens, but I don't know when or how. I assume it's some dream drop distance. That's shit. a weird. That's a weird like piece of that to know versus not to know. You know why, but you don't know how or when. <laughs> well, I started reading a spoiler, and then I was like, "Oh, I'm reading a spoiler. I'm gonna dip out." Okay. So. So, we're back. We're back. So, who controls Castle Oblivion? What is uh Marluxia? What? This is Marluxia's re- uh like pet project. This is Marluxia's like rebellion/pet oh. project. Oh, project. yes, yes, yes. Oof. I can't talk. That's okay. Yeah, because in 358, there's that scene where Xehanort is like, Marluxia's untimely demise uh, throws off a lot of our plans, but we will carry on. Right, so... um, We're 25 minutes in. Tell me about the Metal Gear version of Chain of Memories. And there's also a bunch of Riku shit in Chain of Memories that I'm super-duper triple-hazy on. It doesn't matter for my pitch for Metal Gear Chain Riku of Memories. Riku can smell darkness. Riku can smell darkness. I do know this. So, we have Big Boss, who is okay. Naked Snake. Now, which Big Boss at what point in time? Well, so so I'm, I'm going to... Mostly for myself and also for the convenience of listeners, I will explain some Metal Gear shit, which is that there is... Naked Snake, a.k.a. Snake, the guy who killed the boss. A.k.a. Jack. A.k.a. Jack. A.k.a. Big Boss. In 1975, uh, Ground Zeroes happens. That guy is injured and goes, like underground for a few years like disappears for a few years he's in a coma for nine years he's in a coma for nine years when he wakes up there is another guy who goes by ahab 
Uh, and the big boss that we have known has had Ahab's, like, face reconstructed to look like Big Boss. Um, and he is, like, Big Boss's phantom. And Big Boss convinces this guy that he he is Big Boss and sends him out in the world. And this guy is supposed to, like, basically spread the MSF, spread outer heaven, um... All of this is just to explain why you fight Big Boss in Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2. Correct. Like, wh- all of this is just to explain why Big Boss comes back from the dead in Metal Gear 2. Uh, what's it? It's not Snake's Revenge. What is it? Metal Gear 2, Solid Snake? It might be Solid Snake. It, I thought it was Snake's Revenge. Actually. Snake's Revenge is the American Metal Gear 2. Okay, let's see. Metal Gear. And then... Metal Gear NES. I don't want that. That's not S- good. Snake's Revenge. I don't want this, apparently. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid... Or Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. Right. Okay. So, there are now two big bosses out in the world. And... I th- I would just love the game of this other punished... Punish Snake, Venom Snake, the new Big Boss, who is Big Boss's nobody, who spreads the legend of Big Boss. I would love to play a game of, like, his memory palace with Kaz as, like, some weird antagonist who has unclear intentions and is planting all these memories in this guy's brain. I really want that, and I really want Metal Gear to go, like, full fucking magic nonsense of Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) I want... This dude in Castle Oblivion, in his mind, Uh though, in his mind, Uh I also, I also think this would really work, um, for Solid Snake for some reason needing to learn about Big Boss, and so Solid Snake somehow enters a memory palace and has a bunch of memory, like, gets all of Big Boss's memories. I don't have a, as good of okay, a pitch there. Okay, so here's the deal. Okay. Here's the deal. This is the part of the podcast I've been waiting for all day. Okay, so in Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, in the okay. Japanese version, you can get Go a wooden on. sword. There's a wooden sword that's haunted by Solid Snake. Because <laughs> Solid Snake's ghost is in a wooden sword. Okay. So, the... The, here's my pitch. Raiden needs to learn about Big Boss. So what he does is he summons the spirit of Solid Snake into a clone body. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, using trace DNA from the scene of Zanzibar Land. Uh-huh. Or... or Zanzibar Land, incredible Zanzibar name, Land. by the yes. way. Not in, not anywhere near Zanzibar, but regardless. Uh, he also creates a clone... No, the clone body is not of Solid Snake. It's a clone body of Venom. Yeah, yeah. But they think it's Big Boss. Yeah. Solid Snake... Because Venom is Big Boss, but he's also not. <laughs> so Solid Snake's ghost possesses the clone of Venom Snake... 
and goes inside to the memory nuggets. God. Now, uh. does this does this require Raiden to clone a body of Venom Snake and then stab it with a wooden sword? Possibly. Not gonna. Not gonna. <laughs> Write that possibility off. Do you, in fact, have to have a boss fight with this clone at the end of the game? Absolutely Maybe so. you do. Who can Absolutely say? Absolutely you do. <laughs> okay, okay. They, they, like, snap it off, but there's a splinter. There's a splinter still in the body, so it's still Snake, and he gets a second shot at a quiet life. Can I? With his huskies. But th- then... I need... And then, and then, it's also like, oh, every time... Ahab shows up, it's to be a vehicle for a big boss. Okay. Okay. So can I tell you my favorite dumb fan shit ever? In Metal Gear, anyway. Uh-huh. Which is the theory that if Kojima did not have that whole that whole thing that he had with Konami, all the other games are MGS1, MGS2, MGS3, MGS4, and then you mm-hmm. get to MGS five, which is with a Roman numeral V. Yeah, because it's not five. Because it's not five, it's Venom. Because he's Venom Snake. It's Metal Gear V. Yeah, and so there was a fan theory that like if Kojima had been able to continue working on Metal Gear, we would have eventually gotten Metal Gear Solid Five with the number, because that would have been the adventures of. Jack, Naked Snake, Ishmael, <laughs> uh, throughout. How closely were you following the pre-release for Phantom Pain? Because Phantom fucking the release ridiculous... of Phantom Pain and following Giant Bomb when Phantom Pain came out and following how excited Vinny and Dan were was what got me into um, Metal Gear Solid. Did you were you aware of the the arc? It was basically a, like there was an arc where people were talking about this one guy who was doing head transplant surgeries. Yeah, there was a guy in the real world who was doing head transplants, right? Yes. Was that real or was that fake? I don't remember. That is a real man doing real science. Kind of, and and people thought it was connected to to Kajiba. Yes, because Metal Gear fans are the worst. Yes, I just told you that I got into Metal Gear Solid Five because of Dan Reichert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of very bit brief tangent, does Kaz and FGS Five look exactly like Drew Scanlon to you? Close enough. Okay. Cool. Anyway, <laughs> they did have Drew dress up as as him, didn't they? No, I've he heard... did um, Big Boss. Yeah, he did Big Boss. Or Old Snake, and then he did the Twizzlers. Mm-hmm. It's wild that those install screens were a thing because that's the state of the PS3 at the time. And also, it mm-hmm. just shows Old Snake smoking with a little note at the bottom that says, Warning, yeah! smoking is hazardous to your health. Okay, can I ask you a Metal Gear Solid 4 question? Hell yes. The best Metal Gear. Okay. 
Continue. I'm going to not address that one for right now. We're going to, we'll get back there, I'm sure. So. What's his name? Ocelot. Mm hmm. Loses his hand. Do you want me to explain the hand thing? I want you to explain the hand thing, and then I want to find out how we tie it into our uh, write-in ghost sword timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is actually explained in uh, the Metal Gear Solid Four. All good sentences start with "This is actually explained in." (laughs) There's a Metal Gear Solid Four companion app. With, uh-huh. like, an index of lore. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so, in Metal Gear Solid 2, Ocelot, ha- having lost his hand to the cyborg ninja on Shadow Moses Island... Obviously. In the previous game, um, has instead grafted Liquid Snake's arm onto his arm. Yes. And there's, like, a minor plot point where people think that Solid Snake is dead... But the body buried was actually Liquid Snake, who is identical. Mm-hmm. Except that he's missing an arm. That's weird. Um, but throughout MGS2, Ocelot is possessed by Liquid's ghost through the arm. And when he does so... Um, I'm trying to remember. He talks with Liquid's voice in MGS2. Yes. Because... Now the reason that this changed and was um, was was altered in the in the plot was because I believe a voice actor died and they didn't want to recast the role. So what happened oh. was that in between a Japanese voice actor, huh? Not not the English dub, huh. but in between two and four, which I think is something like. Um, MGS4 is like 2015. I I have this on this Wikipedia page here real quick. MGS2 is 1999. Wow. No, 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 no. no. That's Metal Gear 2. Sorry, sorry. MGS2 is 2007 is the boat thing. Uh, 2009 is the main game with Raiden. Guns of the Patriots is 2014. Right, yes. And uh, Revengeance is 2018, I think. Yeah. Which is, huh. Yeah, all right. Um, um, so in between 2007 and 2014, a lot of things happened, including Raiden losing most of his body. But the main thing is that Ocelot exercised the spirit of Liquid Snake from the arm, or, or tried to, and, and ended up just removing the arm and replacing it with a cybernetic. And... Uh, that's why the arm looks different in Metal Gear Solid 4. And then he hypnotized himself into believing he was still possessed by Liquid to fool the Patriots. Mm-hmm. He needed his behavior to not change, but he also needed to be in control of that behavior. So mm-hmm. he made a fake Liquid in his mind to control his actions so that he could pretend to be possessed by Liquid to fool the Patriots. Okay. So that's the hand thing. Okay. So. <sighs> hmm. I don't think we Is... need to tie that into the future ghost yeah, sword. Yeah, I don't. Art. Yeah, I don't see it. I. Future I thought... clone ghost sword, the new album from Justin Timberlake. 
Um. <laughs> God. What's the dream drop distance of uh, I don't fucking Kingdom know. Hearts? Fuck you. <laughs> I just asked about the Kingdom Hearts of... Fuck! <laughs> I saw that picture... The picture of dream drop distance on the back of 2.8 shows all the protagonists... Has Sora and Riku standing next to Aqua and Terra? Uh-huh, of course. And, and Mickey? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the front cover has some fucking people in animal masks. I don't know if that's Dream Drop or not, but fuck. I, I got don't a know. lot left. Okay. My, my familiarity with Dream Drop Distance is the picture of Sora falling, Mickey reaching out, and... Riku jumping? That's on, like, the 3DS cover. It's a really good image. I like Kingdom Hearts and I like Metal Gear. I did not think that we would be mixing them today. I told you I had a pitch for Metal Gear Chain of Memories. Well, you told me that today. I, when I woke up, did I know this would happen? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Here's the other thing. Is that... So my idea, my original idea of uh, Venom Snake reassembling the ma- memories of Naked Snake, is that a Metal Gear game or a Metal Gear Solid game? Because your idea is clearly a Metal Gear Rising game. That's like Metal Gear Rising Resurgence. Yeah, except Resurgence is a real world, is a real word. We need to get... Revengeance is a real word. No, it's not. It's in the dictionary, but um, Resurgence would be with spelled with a colon. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Um, but the... Urban Dictionary Venom doesn't Snake... count. Oh, it's a, okay. It's in uh, the Oxford Dictionary. Yeah, okay. fuck you. Get fucked. Okay. <laughs> I win the podcast. You won. You did it. I'm so proud of you. Don't fucking patronize me. Don't fucking patriotize me. Don't fucking patronize me, but do. Do patronize me. Um. I mean, Patreon.com I mean, slash lolilulelo to support export audio. Don't do this. <laughs> uh, my re lolilulelo. <laughs> re ra re. Um, fuck off. I don't know what I was saying. Um, real answer is that like Metal Gear isn't a brand the way that Metal Gear Solid is. Yeah. Yeah. So, it would be solid. That's fair. Well, okay, I think we can call it. Do you think we can call it? Yeah, but is there time for me to talk about Sid of the Lufane, who's the Diz of Final Fantasy? There is always time for you to talk about Sid of the Lufane. This was, I was expecting you to say no and then end the podcast so I could talk about it next time, but... Oh. No, you cannot talk about Sid of Lufane. I fucking hate Dissidia. 
You never even. I don't know what Decidia is. I. It's Kingdom Hearts, but it's only Final Fantasy. They have replicas. There's replicas in there. That's a whole plot point about mannequins. And they're mannequins. They have implanted with the memories of a person. This has to cease. Ah. No. Cosmos. No. Chaos God of Destruction. Cosmos Miller. The narrator is a character. I will mix Dissidia and Metal Gear Solid, so help me God. <laughs> Sneeder. <laughs> Can Sneeder be our Nora, outro? where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter, at NeitherNora, and you can find me on my other podcast, Digimondays, where I watch Digimon, and Halcyon Station, where I run a Star Wars game in masks. Yeah. I love Digimon days. Patreon.com slash Nora Blake. Thank you. It's a good podcast in my opinion. It's a really good podcast, actually. I don't remember what happens. That's the only podcast I do. I don't remember what happens in in that podcast because it's the only one I do where I don't touch it after I record it. Oh, okay. So it just kind of goes up and I'm like, yeah, sure. Thanks for the good. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. It's, I've really put a lot of effort into talking to Riley at 8 in the morning about Digimon. Halcyon Station will be out soon. Like, really soon. Within the next week. So. You find me on Twitter at Allison underscore coffee, uh, where I tweet. Uh, you can listen to my other podcast, yep. Hot Singles. Um, it's about music. Uh... I believe very soon I have edited one episode. I am editing a second episode that we recorded. Um, and we're getting stuff figured out and we're getting stuff rolling. We're going to start putting it up soon. This is uh, Song of the Summer featuring Marcy, at Sita Marcy on Twitter, I believe is her at. Uh, and sometimes uh, Regs, where uh, we make brackets of eight songs and shit post about them. So look forward to that. Uh, I don't have things to talk about. I lost it. I lost. Is, it, is that it? Is that? The I think books? that's it. So basically, Sid of the Lufane. Okay, fade out. What? No. 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 I have to tell you no. about World A and World B no. and the interdimensional rift. <laughs> the warrior of light is the replica of Sid of the Lufane. No. He conquered the Levistone to create Air Do you have to stop? <laughs> <laughs>